flimsy stand slowing you down? Well, it's time to upgrade. Armadillo builds durable North American-made tablet stands and kiosks. We're so confident, we offer a lifetime warranty. So, elevate your business and visit armadillo.com. That's A-R-M-O-D-I-L-O.com and use code ACAST for 5% off. Armadillo, built to last, designed to impress. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive Time tomorrow at 4 p.m. alongside the sneaker freak that is Darren Ben. And a reminder, we'll be joined in the studio by former Newcastle and England superstar Kieran Dyer. So make sure you join me and Benny and Mr. Dyer from 4 p.m. Now we begin today's podcasting thing by looking back at last night's football as Liverpool took on Fulham in the League Cup semi-final first leg at Anfield. Let's get it on. Cup nights under the lights are always special on TalkSport. Might be on the attack though with William who skipped past three challenges and he tucked it in at the near post in front of the cop. And I think those Fulham fans are pretty entertained now. They lead by a goal to nil Anfield. Playing it to Joe's edge of the box. He shoots, he takes an deflection, it goes in at Liverpool level. Liverpool level in the semi-final. Curtis Jones's effort. Well, they haven't deserved it, Liverpool. But they have got a massive... Stroke of luck here, Nunez into the centre, Gakpo is there, and they've turned it around, Gakpo turns, smashes it in, and scores once again at Anfield. Well, there's just something that can't be quantified, that cop end sucks the ball in time and time again. 1-0 down just five minutes ago, Liverpool lead by two goals to one. In towards Nunez, brilliant save by Leno. Nunez with a header, and it's pushed over the top by a diving sprawling Burnt Leno. Fulham will have to beat Liverpool in West London in 14 days' time, something they haven't achieved since Martin Yol was the boss 12 years ago. Liverpool 2, Fulham 1. And here's how Jurgen Klopp and Marco Silva responded to the game. I am Marco. Uh, let me ask you whether or not you thought that there was a lack of composure from your team straight after you conceded that first goal, which has cost you tonight. Yes, yes, is, is what I said. Um, before for your colleague, I said in the off time as well. They, that are the moments that we have to to keep the composure, the organisation, to be tactical point of view, to be smart and to to be mature in, on the pitch, to be mature. And we, um, unfortunately, not the first time that happened with us this season. And we have to to grow really in that type of moments against this type of sides. Moment that. They completely, uh, they had a boost in that moment. They scored a, a really lucky goal in that moment. The boost was there for them. And we have to be, to manage the game in a different way, to be smarter uh, um, tactical point of view, because you cannot concede a goal in a fast attack against Liverpool away from home when, when you are 1-1, one one, one, um, playing away in, uh, away from home in, uh, with two legs to play this competition. Okay, so it is uh, the, the reality that you conceded again. 
uh, but we, we keep the belief that we can change the result and you can go for it at home. I bet you're pretty happy with the way that game turned out in the end. What did you make <laughs> of it overall? Yeah, with all, look, we, we, human beings are like that. We, we, without wanting it, we go for excuses in moments. So it is. And uh, we could have done that today. We didn't. But there were a few moments in the first half where it looked a little bit like. So, like, oh, what can we do? Like defend compact. Um, and we didn't find the half spaces. We didn't find the players in behind the lines because we didn't offer these runs often enough. Um, when we had the ball on the wings. So we, but the problem is, if you are dominant without outcome, Probably the reason is that you play in the wrong spaces and we played around the formation and it always ended up with one of the wingers standing there and had to pass the ball pretty much back. I don't know with all the possession we had how many shots we had in the first half at all. Mm. It cannot be a lot. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> a lot. Only two, I think only two made the target, yeah. Yeah, so that's not great. But everyone was easy to see that we have a problem and then with these few moments Fulham caused us problems, caught a goal. And straight after the game on TalkSport, Jamie O'Hara and Jason Cundy took your calls on the Sports Bar. Let's go to Moni Molo. He's a Liverpool fan. He's phoned us up oh early. Right, Moni? Oh, my God, already? You're right. How are you, Moni? Right, Moni. I'm deflated, to be fair. I'm absolutely deflated. Why? I mean, Darwin Nunes is a total waste of space. And a message to the owners, you need to set him this January. He is awful. Come on and change the game. He's not awful, awful, though. Awful, rancid, repugnant. First of all, the lad lost me 25 quid. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go, then. There's an agenda. Don't take it personally, Moni. It's not an agenda. It's not personal. He just couldn't... Score to save his life. I have to he say though, the chance score. you're talking about, I think that's a good save as a part, as opposed to. I don't think the Nunez can do. He's got to he's got to open his body up. He's done all he can to get it on I target. I think it's a good that, save. Jason, Jason, I would have scored that chance. It was very very simple, and yeah. and he missed it. Mm. He missed it from about two metres away. And then why are you smirking? Why are you smirking about being such an awful footballer? About being such an awful waste of space? Why are you smirking? He's a great player. His press is excellent. When he comes on the pitch, defenders must look at him and think, I've got to play against him now. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah, he's a handful. He's a real handful. He's a handful. Yeah, he reminds me. Yeah. I won't say this because it'll show... He oh, reminds me a little oh. bit of Luis Suarez. Oh, okay. All right. oh. The way, the yeah. way like, he puts himself about. Don't get me wrong, he's not in the same bracket as Suarez. No. No. But his, like, the way he acts around the players and the defenders, yeah. he's a bit like Suarez. Now, earlier in the day, on Andy Goldstein's drive time, my partner in crime, Darren Bent, spoke about his experiences in playing two-legged semi-finals. You are a bit cautious because you think, right, even if we get beat, if you're away from home first leg, you yeah. are thinking, right... Let's just make sure it's close and then going into the replay in front of our own fans, we've got more of a chance. So you do think silly, but you just think, rather than going, do you know what, just try and win the first one, you, you must go into the first leg and right, let's just take a good result back to your home stadium. Do you feel as though it is half-time? Almost, yeah. You I do, think, you do, do treat you know it like is, that. I think the best teams in the country don't look at it like that. They'll look at it like win home, win, win the away, game, yeah, finish. Okay, that makes sense. Now, of course, the night before last night, the other League Cup semi-final, Premier League big spenders Chelsea lost 1-0 in the first leg to Middlesbrough. Fun boy Jason Cundy had a meltdown on TalkSport that evening. Fuming. Fuming with that. I know this game. I've watched it dozens of times this season. We cannot break down. We couldn't break down a sandcastle. But an even saltier Andy Jacobs also had his rant yesterday afternoon. 
<laughs> Honestly, I've seen you may have seen that game for the first time. I've seen that game 150 times. Yeah. Honestly, it's just it's madness. No team misses as many big chances as Chelsea. 43 this season. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And they're not just like half chances. They're like real Cole Palmer chances that they had last night. Big chances that you should score. And the thing about football, we all know this. We saw it on Sunday against Liverpool for Arsenal. If you don't score when you're on top, the other team will get an opportunity. They get an opportunity, then they'll, especially if they're a lower level team like Borough, they'll hang on to it. The crowd, the crowd weren't into it for the first half and until yeah. they scored. And then, of course, as soon as they score, as soon as it's a different game. Their confidence goes up, your confidence goes down. And you just think, in the end, you just then. Yeah, thanks. It's it's only half time. That's the that's the yeah. good news. But the the next game will be exactly the same. Either Chelsea will score in the first sort of fifteen minutes, and then the game will be easy, or they won't, and it'll go on and on and on. And eventually, they'll, hopefully, they'll get try and get one yeah. back. <laughs> I don't know. You know, this is the, it's just you so were saying to me they're they're a really young team, and you absolutely sure mm. they are going to come good in the next I couple of years. I personally do think this. I mean, I mean, you know, a lot of Chelsea fans are calling for Pochettino's heads, but a lot of Chelsea fans don't know what they're talking about because it's not his fault. You know, it's yeah. not Poch's fault that Cole Palmer can't put the ball in from two yards. I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk about Conor Gallagher. So he's, you know, he's got his heart's in the right place. He puts it in a shift, but some he gave the ball away so many times. <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking, "Oh, stop it!" You know, but there yeah. you go. And Kai Sado, 115 million for a player that doesn't bother to track back, who thinks somehow that <laughs> that. The laws of physics, that bloke could not have crossed that ball to where he was standing with yeah. his arms behind his behind back. His back yeah. It's just, you just think, what are you doing? You certainly know Kante, that's for sure. Now, staying with Chelsea, sort of, and Gav, the Borough fan, called into the breakfast show and offered a shoulder to cry on. Their display at full time was a lot worse than anything that we saw on the pitch. It was absolutely shocking. You have to take the rough with the smooth. Um, Cole Palmer, I understand why he would be disappointed. I mean, he should have had a hat-trick in the first half, shouldn't he? Um, Good player. So he is going to be disappointed. But at full time, it was seconds before he was down the tunnel. They, firstly, for their fans, he has to go over and acknowledge them. He yeah. has to. They, after, after they've made that journey to the freezing cold North East, the least they deserve is a little bit of acknowledgement. Gav, you know, you know, Ali and I were talking about this earlier, right? And this is the truth. This was off air, but we'll we'll do it live on air now. Do you know what, Gav? I'll be honest with you. I think not. Not he was embarrassed to go over to Chelsea because he knows he should have given Chelsea a good lead to take back to London to Stamford Bridge. I don't think it was anything to do with the Chelsea fans or stuff. You, you know, don't give me stick. I don't. It was anything to do with that. I think he was slightly embarrassed. Oh, how did I? I just. I want a shower, go back, and get back to London. We're not out of this yet. You know, I don't. I don't think they mean to do that. I promise you, Ali. Would you make no, of it when you've had a bad result? Absolutely, I totally agree with you. It'll, it'll be hurting. However. I do take Gav's point. There should be some sort of acknowledgement for guys that have travelled 250 oh, yeah. miles, right? Yeah. There should be an acknowledgement, no matter how hurt, you know how much you're hurting and how poorly you played or whatever it may be. The disappointment if guys are giving guys are giving up their time to travel half the country, they're just about you know to go to a game midweek as well. Yeah, there should cold. be there should be an appreciation. So I can see it from both both sides. Time now to check in with Simon Jordan and Jim White. And after Thierry Henry revealed on a podcast that he suffered from depression and a lack of love for his father during his career, Simon had his say on the situation. It's his journey and only he can speak to it. As a listener, I listen to it and think I'd like to strangle him. 
It's my takeaway from it. I think to myself, I'll give me a break. You had the remarkable talent that your father helped you develop, gave you opportunities and set a high set of standards for you. What is it you wanted, darling? Did you want to have a kiss and cuddle from daddy every day? And I, I, I have to you concur. Were? My father was the most difficult person to please. You know, when I signed for Chelsea when I was 15 years of age, I had to have the indignation of when I came off a pitch, all my teammates went one way. And I had to go to my father first because he had given me pots of honey and pots of glucose and an evaluation of my performance. And most of the time, it was critical. But in <laughs> business terms, my father was exactly the same. And what it so did, that you. what it did, it, it made me overcome adversity. It made me have a reaction to circumstances that were difficult. It made me push myself and rise myself to the occasion. Now, it's Damien Simon, episode 55 of, of Talk Boxing with Simon Jordan. Spencer Oliver is now live on the TalkSport Boxing YouTube channel. This week, the boys discussed the news that Anthony Joshua will face off against Francis Ngannou in Saudi Arabia in March for his next fight, which led to a heated debate. Does he win the world title for the third time, do you think, Anthony Joshua? Yes. I think that Anthony Joshua... So you didn't say that before? No, because I think the pathway's been cleared for him. Does he win a world title? <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Does he win a world title against Tyson Fury? I, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Well, Tyson Fury, we saw stick back place. But it's, it's a closer fight than you originally thought. Well, only because of what we've seen from Tyson Fury in a recent fight, and we see people suggesting yeah. the reasons why he's meeting people in the middle of the ring is because he can't move about anymore, and all that sort of stuff, right? If the Tyson Fury that we've seen that we've laid our hat upon recently, um, not so much the Chisora fights, but yeah. previous fights against Dillian White and against. Deontay Wilder, the Deontay Wilder that wasn't, you know, yeah. held up by some retreat and doing kumbaya and yeah. that nonsense, right? The real Deontay Wilder, right? Yeah. That Tyson Fury beats Anthony Joshua. Right? Yeah. The Tyson Fury we've got now may not do it, but I still think he does. But this, and I go on to the to, yeah. to your question, your, your accusation against do I think he wins a world title? Does he win a world title against Usyk? Yeah. I think Usyk does him again. Now, does he win a world title because the pathway's been cleared because of a unification fight with Hergovic, who I think is a strong fighter, but not not not, not, not a real risk yeah. for Anthony Joshua in terms of Fury, of what Fury and and um, and uh, Usyk are. Yes, I'd now do because the landscape has changed. Also, and if you put him in against Zhili Zhang, I think he'll win that fight too. And remind you, you can head over to the Talksport Boxing YouTube channel now to watch the latest episode of Talk Boxing with Simon Jordan and Spencer Oliver in full. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 ready to get 20 20 ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. And finally, back to the breakfast show with Alan Brazil and Ali McQuist. And Big Al revealed a hatred for a certain someone. I tell you now, Ali, I can't stand Mr. Bean. It's, <laughs> it's just no good for me. I'm sorry, Rowan, it's murder. It's a waste. It's different class. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 I can't stand him. How can you, what do you mean you can't stand him? I can't stand him, his stupid facial expressions and all that. Something wrong with him. By the way, what about the bit he did at the the Olympics? It was nothing short of sensational. Remember that, he was playing, it was at the organ, and he's just going dun 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 for the Vangelis, John and Vangelis. no. Can't remember that. <laughs> what about that wee money? No. The only the only thing I'll give him, which was quite funny, was Love Actually when he's when he's um, when he's doing the bracelet. It was a bracelet or a necklace when he was doing that up in the department store. I'll give him that. The rest, you're, murder, murder. You're killing me, man. Mister Bean's magic. Oh, away you go. All right, that's it for another Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily podcast. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I'll be back today at 4pm alongside Darren Bent, where a special guest in the studio will be Kieran Dyer. So make sure you join us for that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Gosling TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning. So do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and bubble. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it? Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers, but we have found some people who do. Join me, journalist Becca Hudson. And me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd Fix. From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation. And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of Howard Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here.